Thanks to Raycon for supporting Skim. Raycons are my go-to for on-the-go audio. Get 15% off your Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash skim. Hey everybody, welcome back to Skim. I'm Scott. And I'm Kim. And it's time for a show. Honey, honey it's only been three weeks, oh okay? Oh gosh, too long. Yeah, a little too long. It's been a little crazy. I don't know what to pinpoint that. I know what it is. What is it? Busy lives. Busy wives. <laughs> busy, busy. You can't blame me. <laughs> I'm not blaming you're you. You're busier than me. I know, but we've had a lot going on. Uh, yes, we In fact, have. even today... You're, we had to put the the boys over here today and watched. I think it's and funny we call him the boy. The boy. Van is here. Van's here and <laughs> Carter's upstairs taking care of him. She's supposed to be working. <laughs> so she's probably not thrilled. Well, I don't know. She loves hanging out with her her, nie- her nephew. So she's Plus fine. she can still draw while watching. Yeah, she mostly draws. That's what her whole life is these days. So uh, uh, as it as it stands, uh, we're, we're sad that we've been this long, but we're really glad to be back with you guys. Here we are. You know what else we had to do? We had to deal with some old people. Just yes. wanted to tell the tale real quick here. <laughs> so my, uh, or my mom's husband, okay? People always say, Scott, just say stepfather. I can't do it. It's not that I don't like I him. You didn't grow up with him, though. I have at all. zero connection that way. He they got married when he was seventy something, and I was I had three kids. Yeah. So it's to me, it's not the same. It's just weird. But anyway, he he's he is what he is. So he's ninety years old. Ninety. Mm-hmm. Ninety. Pushing ninety one, and um, ended up getting a kidney stone, uh, the size of. <laughs> Do you have a size? This petrified orange. <laughs> I don't actually know how big it is. You were trying to explain to me the other day that it's big like enough. A they couldn't break it up with a laser. They had to go in surgically. They can't do the sonic thing either. No, oh. well, that's what I mean. It's probably why he's got it too much sonic. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> anyway, he's got a big old stone in there, and it's just chewing his kidney apart. And uh, they want to get it out. So since he's old, well, they went in to take it out. Yeah, couldn't get to the kidney because his prostate was so enlarged. Yeah, his prostate is the size of a giant. <laughs> Petrified orange. <laughs> and, I, don't, uh, I don't know. So I they, don't even know. They can't go in that direction. So instead they went through his back. And put in a drain yeah. so they could get the infection or the swelling down, the infection. It was just like a whole nother. So there's no infection really. It's just trying to keep it from getting infected, right? Isn't that the deal? I think there may be some because they're, that's got to be why they put in a, a drain. A drain, not a stent. A drain. A drain. I'm not very medical with this stuff. But you have to, they have to like syringe in some fluid that keeps it draining constantly. Yeah. And right now it's kind of pink, red, you know, blood. Yeah. Water. Uh, it's all really gross. Anyway. Not the normal pee. So anyway, anyway, anyway all, all I know is <laughs> as a result, uh, he's supposed to be doing all this stuff and he's very stubborn and doesn't think he needs anyone's help for anything. And so he won't take his pain medication. He sort of ignores what doctors tell him to do. He's like, I don't need your mother to change my my tube. I'll do it myself every two hours in the middle of the night, even yeah. though it's in my back and I can't reach it. <laughs> like a lot of that stuff. So and we've I been don't dealing need with my that. pain meds. <laughs> no. So we've been dealing with that. Plus, my mom's got some knee stuff from an old surgery, or not even an old surgery, but she's got a, a surgery that ago, isn't like yeah. holding or something. I don't know what's going on. There's there. nothing wrong with the surgery. Just hurts. I think she has arthritis. So oh. it's she's 83. Yeah. She's old. It's just a lot to, you know, 
and we haven't had to do a lot because he hasn't let us. But they won't we, let us until it gets forth, so the bad. Whole family's talking, and we're trying to decide what to help with and where to help. And then he doesn't want anyone's help, and mm. it's just kind of this. It's more emotional than anything. We haven't had to go anywhere. He refuses to let anybody drive but him, and so. When he does let somebody do something, it's just like under duress. Like he's just, he thinks he's Superman and he might be, he's 90 <laughs> he's and he's never really had too like many problems. Deal with the devil. <laughs> yeah. It also turns out we didn't know this at the time because nobody got any tests to verify this, but my mom got really sick back in November and now we we're pretty a hundred percent sure she had COVID mm-hmm. in because, her, in her Because 80s. she was around people that did. Yeah. She was exposed to it, but they just didn't, I think he just was like, nah, it's fine. And she was two vaxxed. She should have been three vaxxed, but she Never got around to it, so whatever. But she, uh, as a result, she's got um, some lung stuff, and you know she lost her taste and, and smell for a while and all that. But you know, at her age, she made it through it, which is you know I a guess, miracle in itself. A miracle in itself. Maybe the vax has helped her in that regard. But at the end of the day, we got it's a couple of really old people about thirty-five on. minutes from here, and it's <laughs> adding to the stress. Which you know we all knew this was coming. We're all gonna one day it'll be me going. Ah, the tube in my back. My huge prostate. Oh, no. Like, it's going to be me. Yeah, but you're going to be like, sure, you can come take care of me. Sure, you can do that. I don't have a problem. My (laughs) If my daughters or my kids go, hey, we'll run into the hospital, your appointment, I'd say, okay, great. Sounds good. Thanks. That's so nice of you. And then, you know, I brought them life. They bring me juice, whatever I need. (laughs) Anyway, so that's been going on. And uh, also, I wrote here something about somebody was sick in the family. Who am I thinking of? Nobody's uh, sick. My sister, maybe? Oh, probably that. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people have asked about that. A lot of people want to know how she's doing. So Kim's sister is uh, in the middle of cancer treatment and dealing with it's bad. colon cancer. Stage four, they thought they had gotten it. Well, they did get the original tumor out of her colon. They got the and all the counter- that were cancer in her there, it's gone. Ovaries. Yeah. They got the problem was it had spread yeah. before they knew about it. Yeah. And so now she still has it in her stomach lining, which they can't surgically remove anything. No. And it's also attached to her liver. So she has a couple of tumors attached to her liver, un- inoperable, and they have doubled in size after her s- second round of chemo. Her yeah. second, not round, but... Second run. Run of chemo. Yeah. So now uh, she's doing some some stuff with a, what do you call it? Oh, a test. A test thing. Yeah. Um, to see if that helps. She's actually feeling pretty good. Yeah. But all the stuff's going on it's inside just her. It's emotionally really hard. Yeah, it's really hard. She stays really healthy. So, so all good. the siblings are going to go all do something fun in May, which I'm excited for you guys for yeah. that. But still, that's been, you know, that's hard. None of that's easy. Let me really ask you this question. Her. I was thinking this the other day. So the stomach lining thing, they're getting closer to being able to do transplants of organs outside of like kidneys, lungs, things like that. Yeah, but that's a... It's a stomach lining. No, I know. I know. That's not, I'm not saying they can. I'm saying, I'm giving you a hypothetical. Okay. All right. If you were like, oh, my stomach is the worst. It's just a piece of crap. I got to get a better one. <laughs> and the doctor says, oh, cool. Guess what? Your name came up. We found a perfect match for you. Uh, so-and-so, Jim Bob McGee, uh, is on death row and they're going to kill him anyway. So we're going to keep his stomach and you're going to get his stomach. Or it doesn't have to be a death row inmate, whatever. Like just some person. Yeah. I was going to say like, what's his, you know, stomach biome look like? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> would you, how would you feel knowing like you went to, you went to, you were put to sleep for the operation and when you wake up, somebody else's gut is in you forever. 
Like, and let's say they're so good at this surgery that the survival rate is like 99%. It's just like normal stuff. It's like getting your appendix out. So now you have the rest of your life with some dude's gut. I think you'd be happy you aren't dead. You think that's how it would go? Yeah, I do. You wouldn't think much about what was in there or this no. what this guy ate at one because point? Because at or? some point, it's just yours now. Whatever you eat, yeah, it's over. Yeah, that's true. You'd want to hurry and do that, though, right? Get it out of your head. <laughs> that's how I'd be. It's like somebody said, oh, someone ate off this plate, but go ahead. I'd have to hurry and like, let's get this going and make this my You're plate. You're going to eat it fast? Well, I just want to make it my plate and not that last guy's plate anymore. <laughs> Okay. Just a hypothetical. I don't think I'd like it. I wouldn't like the idea of it. I'd do it to survive. So do you want to hear my story? What? You've had a stomach? No, not about that. All right, go ahead. Not not about stomach lining. Go. I was going to tell you the story the other day. Oh, this is great. Everyone gather around. (laughs) Everyone gather around the fireplace. Kim's going to tell us a story. Should we do, we should make this real and do like, we get a little little Ken Burns in here. It's it's funnier than that. All right, go ahead. Tell us your story. I went to the store the other day. Yeah. The UPS store. Dear Martha. Mind you. Yeah. UPS store. Got it. <laughs> to return your mixer. <laughs> Scott almost did a spit take. That's I almost great. did on the new mixer. I've had mixer oh, problems. So long well, story short. You guys know he's had mixer problems. Kim so went to return a mixer. mixer yeah. back. And I'm standing in the UPS store. One guy's ahead of me and someone's being helped. Yeah. And the lady's behind me. And after a while, there's like two people behind me. So I'm standing in line. It gets done. The guy walks up to the front. Yeah. That was in front of me, and he looks at the guy, and he's like, habla espanol? He's like, no. This guy at the counter? Yes. Okay. Turns to me, habla espanol? No, sorry, I don't. You don't know Spanish? No. No. He starts telling us something, <laughs> and I don't know Spanish. I feel really bad at this point. Yeah, so you'd love to help his, him. He gets out his phone, Yeah. and he starts speaking in a translator. I need to ship this to my daughter in Miami. Yeah. And it's a... Venezuelan ID card. Like, it's kind of a big deal. Oh, yeah. So that she can travel or live here or whatever? I don't know. Okay. Um, but we're trying back and forth. And the, the guy behind the counter at the UPS, or I, he's probably 30. Yeah. Nice guy. I've seen him before. I've worked with him before. He's super nice. Yeah. But he starts to kind of, for lack of a better, get kind of dewy and kind of stressed out. You can kind of tell. Like panicky? Kind of panicky. Mm. I've seen panic attacks. Yeah, I know seen, what they look like. I've had them. I know what they feel like. I know what yeah. they look like. So I can see him doing this, and then he, we're, we're, we're trying our best to get this address, his address. Ooh, he didn't hurl or something, did he? No. Okay. But he walked in. He goes, I'm going to have to go sit down for a minute. I can feel, I have, uh, I can feel a seizure coming on. Oh, he has seizures. The guy behind the counter, the guy that works the UPS store, he's Scary. like, I have epilepsy. I'm going to have to go sit down. You can tell it's because of this. The guy he's trying to help knows not a word of English. How many people are in line? So at this point, we have like three people in line. So it's a little stressful. Just it's super stressful. He's alone. Yeah, working at the they're UPS always store. alone so over he there. He goes and sits down. The lady behind me is like, oh, my husband has epilepsy. I can see him. I can tell he's fine. He's not seizing, but he's calming down. Yeah. But I got to go. So yeah. I'm like, it's me and this Spanish-speaking guy <laughs> standing <laughs> in the UPS store. And he's looking at me like he has no idea why the guy left. I would watch this TV show. <laughs> oh, because the Spanish guy doesn't have any idea. Not a clue what's no, no, going no, no, on. No. So he leaves for yeah. like seven minutes. And if he's and been down, look, look, if he's been in a part of Mexico, like away from the rest of the world, for all he knows, this is, you know, Chupacabra, El Diablo. He, no, he doesn't know why. He's just walked away. Yeah. So he's looking at me and I'm like, okay, we're going to figure this out. So I get out my phone and I'm like, start. He tells me. 
yeah. and the dress to some degree. And I'm like, it looks kind of like one, but we have to figure out the zip code and all this. Yeah. So I start looking at my phone and I write down this guy's there's Along comes a lady through the door who yeah. speaks Spanish. Oh my gosh, you're kidding. With a like little three-year-old girl. And she's like, oh yeah, I speak Spanish. So they start back and forth so much, so fast. Yeah. We get the address. Yeah. We get the address for her. Yeah. And then the guy at the UPS store comes back in and I'm like, here it is. <laughs> this here's is great. the address. Here's hers. Here's his. Here's her phone number. Like we had to figure out all this. Why didn't you tell me about this until now? Why is this news? Because it to was me? for the store. It was for the show. Oh, I you told saved you, this. I have this really fun story for the show, and then you were like, "Oh yeah, we'll get to that." T- I forgot today. you we'll get said to that, that tomorrow. We'll no, to I next totally day. forgot you yeah. had a story. So, in the end, yeah, we get his address. We get it done. These two Spanish-speaking folk are just jabbering back and forth. Even after he's been done, helped. He's got. He's paid for his stuff. Gets she, all done. All along she was comes, probably a real godsend for him all yeah. of a sudden. <laughs> Poor really guy. was. Yeah. In comes a lady right behind, and he's like, oh, hi, mom. This is the guy at the UPS store had called his, had texted his mom, like, I don't feel well. Something's very wrong. You need to come here because he called his manager, and his manager didn't pick up the phone. So all of a sudden, this kid's mom, I say kid, he's like 30. His mom shows up, and I went, oh, I'm so glad you're here. He seems to be doing okay. And she looks at me, and she goes... I don't know who you are. And he looks at his mom and goes, oh, no, no, she stayed here with me. While I, and she's like, oh, thank you. But it was just this Why was weird, she such a poo in the beginning? I don't know. She was just like, I don't know. I had a mask on and I had purple hair. And said, well, you had a mask and purple hair. So I'm thinking maybe she's just like, stop talking to me. She's anti-mask. She's anti-purple hair. She's anti-mask and purple hair. <laughs> but he's like, oh, no, mom, she was, she stayed with me the whole time throughout this whole thing. And she's like, oh, OK, thank you. The guy gets goes outside. I went outside, got in my car, and he waves and, you know, gracias, gracias. That's really? what I got. It was so cute. He was the nicest guy, but not a word of not English. Not a lick of English. So, yeah, see, I that's a nice thing. You know, look at you. You were the pivot point for everybody. Moments like this could have gone so badly. No, it would have been a great episode if of Black Mirror nice or something. Person wouldn't have been there. I know, but you did. But you did exactly what you should do. I think that's guy, awesome. When the lady finally came, yeah. Another guy got in line after her. They were talking. Yeah. I was trying to get myself and he just, he's like, okay, who's next? And this guy cuts the line and goes and does his stuff and ships it while we're all standing there. I'm like, okay, whatever. Wow. I don't even, whatever. Wow. So he was okay in his Caesar. He didn't actually have, but you could see it on him. It may he have been a panic attack about an oncoming seizure. A panic which is attack enough. for not knowing Spanish because this guy's oh, looking yeah. at him like, what? Uh, I mean, as much as... He gets out his phone with the translator. And it's not perfect. No. We both know this. No, it's bad. It can be... It can be. But Google Translate is not the perfect. Well, that's great, first, hun. At first, I think he stressed out because he's like, I don't know if I can ship a an ID, identification card. And I was like, no, you can send those in the mail. You just want to make sure it's got a tracking on it. I'm <laughs> telling you. the UPS guy this. You're giving him all the info <laughs> he needs. You just have to make sure it has a tracking on it so that he can find this again. It was Did just you like, say, oh, my daughter used to have seizures. We were, I know what this is. Is there any of that? Did you bring that up? I didn't. No. Okay. He didn't want to hear it. <laughs> he was just a mess. That is a mess. And I felt so, I said, look, we can all walk out and you can shut the store as soon as this, you know, yeah. we're done here. Because if you're, Feeling that way. Yeah. It's, it's, imagine feeling felt, that way. And feeling like you're standing there and don't know English. So he's just like, what's going on? Yeah. And Somebody then, please help me. Yeah. That's an awful, what an awful confluence of events. But look at you, yeah. purple haired lady in the mask swoops in, solves uh, everyone's problems. The only one in it. I'm impressed. Again. And you return my mixer. <laughs> and I 
returned your mixer. Wow. You're welcome. That could have been me. And I would have been like. Would you have done the same? I would have tried. I, I mean, what else are you going to do? You and I are the same that way. What are we going to, you can't, you gotta, are you just going to run out? No. Like you have to stay and help. But I feel like the lady behind me might have. She was like, I got to go. <laughs> she seemed like she was in a real hurry. I was hurry. like, okay, I'll watch him in the chair back there while you. <laughs> oh, man. Well, you'll probably, kind of uh, I don't know, maybe you, you could have. Well, imagine that whole situation had you not done that, though. That's what I'm saying. It would have been bad. If a not if a Karen were in my place and went, I just need to ship my stuff. You yeah. need to move out of the way. No one knows how to talk to you. I think like, the Karen I, was behind you. What was going on? <laughs> no, nah, she was nice enough. She just wasn't going to stick around for it. She had. She was. Busy. She wasn't going to stick around for the shit show that was about to happen. No, it was bad. It was pretty. That sounds pretty bad. <laughs> well, I'm glad you were there, though. That makes me happy to hear that. Actually, so that's really good. cool. Oh, before we move on, I wanted to recommend that bakery again. Uh, Which I forgot one? the name. Not Aberdeen. Ab- Aubergine? Uh, not Aubergine. No, What's the other thing? Oh, Gormandy's. Gormandy's. Gosh dang it. All right. If you're in Utah and you are either downtown or in the Draper area, there's two locations. You got to go to this place. And you don't even have to be getting baked goods to do it. It does have a French bakery with Queen Amon's and all these all the amazing French stuff. pastries. Yeah. But, but they the have food. amazing food. Food's oh. on par. I had yes. a Bon Me there that they called it the Bonjour, but spelled it like Bon Me which is a Vietnamese sandwich mm-hmm. thing that I wouldn't expect to see at a French uh, French bakery, but it was utterly fantastic. Mm-hmm. And their fries are really good. They call them frites. Palm frites. Palm frites. Is palm a potato? I don't know. Oh. Potato fries? That sounds about right. I have no idea. Uh, but anyway, it's really good, and I wanted to recommend it. Okay, because we went there the other day with Taylor, whose birthday it is today. She was, she was born on the day... That Kurt Cobain died. On the actual day. The actual That's day. That's right. The little, literal day. years ago. I kind of remember now being in that car on one and of our trips on away the- that day, I think. Leaving. Or no, no, no. I was out. I, ugh, I finally got out of the hospital to go do stuff or something. To get something or go get bags or I don't know what. Something. I heard on a car radio, Kurt Cobain. That would have been on the way to the hospital. Probably. Yeah, but that was at like 3 o'clock in the morning, wasn't it? Uh, I don't know where it happened. So or maybe I heard it, it in the hospital somewhere. It's a long time ago now, <laughs> but I remember hearing Kurt Cobain, lead singer and you know head of Nirvana, had killed himself, and it was like, oh, that's really sad on a day where I'm about to bring in that when you were really, really happy a new one. Yeah, yeah. This also marks when she. Let's see. There's that something called the Twenty Seven Club. Have you heard of this? You have, have heard of this. I have. Lots of famous people. Janis Joplin. Uh, Kurt Cobain, uh, the guy with the guitar and the hair. I can't think of his name. With the guy with the guitar and the hair. I can't think of his name. Uh, that didn't help Famous at all. singer, <laughs> Jimi Hendrix. Jeez. <laughs> Jimi Hendrix. Um, there's, and there's many, many more. There's actors. There's other stuff. They're all in this 27 club. They get to age 27, die. Either early from un, unreasonable or uh, unexpected causes or cancers or other stuff or self-inflicted gunshot wounds or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. And I'm weird. So I remember years ago hearing about that curse and going, just want my kids all to get, if they can just get past 27, everything will be fine. Taylor got past 27. Taylor's now 28. 28. Yep. So we got one over the line. (laughs) We only have to wait another three years for another one. And the three years after that for that one. And everything will be fine. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Quick uh, comment and note about our good pals and friends over at Raycon. Uh, 
Did you uh, remind me? We're like this is the fourth month of the year. We're only a few days in, mm-hmm. so it's not that late into 2022 yet. Although it feels like a lot of time has passed. Did you make any resolutions at the top of the year? I didn't this year because for the past two years I thought it would be a good idea, and then I was like, no, I'm not. I, I don't have any expectations anymore. <laughs> wow, that's a that's <laughs> very low expectations. Uh, that's okay. I get it. I've I've had a similar thing, but the one thing I wanted to do was spend more time losing myself in music that I love. I actually think you've done that. I've done you that. You didn't make a resolution to do it, correct, but you've done correct. that. We've got new playlists that we really like. I've been doing it. And part of the reason I did is because I had these fancy, hot, new Raycon earbuds. You think I'm kidding at home or I'm just saying this for an ad. It's not true. I really did do that. And I did that in light of getting these. And it's made all the difference. So whether you're switching up your workout routine or going someplace new, whatever it may be, put a pair of wireless Raycon earbuds in your ears. Spring's coming. Dang straight it is. It's already kind of, well, we thought it was here and it snowed today. <laughs> anyway, uh, I love them. Spring gets me excited about headphones because I work outside. I work in the yard. I do a lot more walks with the dogs. I do a lot more walks with Van. Just a lot more outside Just stuff. Just outside time. Yeah. And that makes me excited to wear them. Yeah. And these are great. I love to be, uh, when I go out to the park or whatever, I like to kind of be alone-ish. Um, I like going with you, but alone-ish. when I'm ish, ish, I mean, you're never going to be truly alone. There's everybody plus ducks, you know, <laughs> but I like to have those earbuds in my head because I get to listen to what I want to and escape to the world I want to. And uh, I'm very happy that we're teaming up once again with Raycon. Go to buyraycon.com slash skim to save 15% on your Raycon wireless earbuds. Uh, these earbuds are the best way to bring audio with you, no matter, I don't know how much you shake things up. Literally, no matter what you shake, how much you shake your head, they'll stay in your ears. <laughs> And you're not going to lose connection or any of that stuff. The battery life takes forever to run out. And I love it with optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit. They're comfortable. They will not budge. You can trust us on that. Um, Anyway, I really love them. They never fall out of my ears. 32 hours of battery life. Eight hours of playtime. I sometimes forget that I have to charge them eventually because it never notifies me. In fact, right now, I'm probably, I don't know where I'm at with them. They just work and I don't have to think about it. Anyway, what's great is they are priced just right. You get great uh, quality audio, all those other features I mentioned at half the price of other premium audio brands. So here's what we want to do. Uh, Head out out there right now. Skim listeners can get 15% off your Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash skim. That's buyraycon.com slash skim to save 15% on your next pair of Raycon earbuds. Okay. Kim, I have a number of emails lined up. Sweet. One here from Christopher Giles, who says, uh, this, these all came to us, by the way, at skimshow at gmail.com. Uh, Christopher says, you might want to try using cake flour when you're making biscuits in the South. They have soft, uh, so they have soft winter wheat for most of their flour, which is different than the harder red wheat that the North has. I didn't know there was a difference. There is. I, no I didn't idea. realize that it was different. He, like in the stores, they didn't say anything different. Like yeah. They just, flour. I think it just says flour well i mean there's bread flour oh but it doesn't say if it's soft white or hard red wheat on it so i didn't realize that i could totally use bread flour. yeah why not he says here also cake flour is a lower protein bleached so it should act more like softer southern uh southern wheat if you can't find the similar type in your store occasionally you can find southern brands that uh have the type of flour in your store but it's not very common that so. would be correct. I can't find a lot of the brands that I used to use. Well, whatever you used last time was fine. Yeah, but he's right. Cake flour will 
most likely make it even fluffier. What'd you use last time? I don't remember. Just all purpose flour, but if it's if it's from here, like yeah. they're saying, yeah. it's hard red. Hard red. Sounds like a booze. <laughs> Give me some hard red. You know? Big red, hard no big red's gum. Big red's gum. Red bull <laughs> is a drink. All right. I'm all confused now. Peter wrote in, not your nephew, different Peter. Hello, Scott and Kim. You seem to always have a great relationship with your kids. I don't have any yet, but my wife and I are thinking about it. And I was wondering if you guys had any advice for creating good parent-child relationships. You get asked this a lot. Uh, What's your advice? Give me yours. I'd say... I have an easy one. As they get older, I mean, obviously as a tiny baby, you're going to create a connection with them. Mm Mm-hmm. For sure, by sight, by sound, everything, they'll know who you are. All the basics. But as stuff. they get older, it's really fun to have a thing you do with them, whether mm-hmm. it's drawing, whether it's play basketball, whether it's whatever it is that they enjoy, you learn to enjoy. Mm-hmm. There's a little three-year-old upstairs who loves everything dinosaurs of any kind. Yes. So what we do is easy. We've all learned a we lot have, more about yeah. dinosaurs. And we evolve to be dinosaur lovers ourselves, and we know what to look for and we know what makes him stoked about dinosaurs. So we, we play to that. So when like, they really get into a band at 15, mm-hmm. go to the concert yeah. with them. <laughs> yeah. Maybe their band is called do what they're doing rather than have them do what you're doing. The Stegosauruses performing live. <laughs> yeah. Always just be into what they're into. Now, if, if what they're I into that, is, you know, snorting hash well, off yes, the back of a dead donkey, maybe that's different. If you create a really good relationship with them, they're not out doing that. Yeah. That's a good point. So here's my, my, my answer. It may sound too simple, but it's really literally the, it's all I've ever done. That is just really like your kids and that's it. You just don't, don't see them as just like these weird offspring puppies or these, these odd little or creatures or have disappointed you in the way that they behave or act or no seem who cares? Just love them no matter who they are. Just cause that's the way they came. And that's how they came and that's who they are. And it doesn't matter. And our three are so. Oh, different. They're all different. They all came different packaged. Yeah. And here's the thing. If you do that, it works itself out. Because at the end of the day, they all they need from you is that. Because what, what gets them in diapers and cleaned up and fed every day? You giving a crap. <laughs> On a very basic level, right? Yeah. But also what gets them inspired and stoked about their careers or their plans in school or their relationships. All of that stuff, What? where does that come from? That also comes from you. And again, it's still just that basic, you give a crap. Yeah. If you actually in care. in third grade and have to do a report and you care about what they're reporting on, yeah. they remember that. The problem with this advice is if you are somebody who doesn't care, my advice doesn't help because well, how are you going to how are you gonna make yourself care? They'll also know that. Well, that's true. They'll know if you care. <laughs> that's the other thing. <laughs> they know. Kids know <laughs> if you're full of crap. So if you, you need to mean it. <laughs> and you're not going to be perfect and we're not and nobody is. But no. if... If you want the best possible result, to me, it's just easy. Do you actually care about them? You're good. That's it. There you go. You guys sound like nice people. I think you're going to do great, Peter. Uh, Louis or Lewis, I'm not sure which he prefers. Uh, One sleepy panda in the tadpole rodents. Hey, Scott and Kim, I realized the other day that I hit my 10-year anniversary of listening to Scott's shows. I started with the instance when I got into WoW around the end of Cataclysm, beginning of uh, Missa Pandaria. While I so, uh, soldered, sorry, soldered, soldered <laughs> stuff in an assembly line between college classes. You kept me entertained during some pretty monotonous days. I quickly found TMS and have been the daily listener since. Everything, uh, everything you've done, I've checked out and really think the network is an awesome spot right now, even with the instance ending. 
Well, thank you. That's very nice. I don't have a great relationship with my parents, but I'm the same age as Taylor. And even though we've never met, you've both been better role models to me through the years than my own parents have been. I really, I find it very difficult to find people who really just care about loving folks, but you guys do it anyway. Thanks. Lewis. That's so nice. P.S. I can't make it to Vegas this this year. Uh, we're expecting baby number two right around then, but maybe do an East Coast meetup in the fall. Maybe. Baby number two. That's really cool. Here oh we my need, gosh, that's so exciting. We need a sound for it. Kay. Hold on. Oh, that's the Mandalorian. <laughs> the child. Uh, oh, that's the chi- oh, the child. <laughs> it is. See here, wait. Let's do this part. It's like having two Grogu's in the house. We will miss you in Vegas, but I'm very excited about your second child. Yep. That's very cool. Yep. And uh, I'm also, uh, the word isn't embarrassed. I get a little. Choked up? No. When people say that kind of stuff about us, it always makes you feel. Oh, yeah. Like. I'm a little sad you don't have a good relationship with your parents, but I'm glad you have a good relationship with somebody. Man, it sounds like you're doing great. Yeah. So you're, you do these, some people are exceptions to, to whatever their life cycle is. My dad was like this. He grew up in a really like abusive, crappy, uh, well, his dad wasn't a, his dad was a mean. farmer in the what forties farmer in the forties, just a mean a old cuss time. treated him like garbage. My dad just never fit in what my grandfather would have thought my dad should fit in. And he broke that mold. Sweetest guy you ever knew. Didn't, didn't carry that stuff with him. We know other people in our lives that are just like that. Horrendous upbringings. But well, his dad was a farmer and he was running around in his 20s drag racing on yeah, the salt flats. It was yeah. a very different lifestyle that his dad I didn't understand, which is hard to have a relationship with someone who isn't willing to enjoy what you do, whether or not they're into it. Yeah, he rebuilt an old Corvette in the 50s. Yeah, very cool. It is cool. I wish that stuff was still around. None of it is. <laughs> uh, anyway, that was really nice. Thank you for that. Uh, hey dude slash madam, you know, who's who says this one, (laughs) this is from Jamie on the last episode. You guys were talking about how you talk to your kids about sex when they were growing up being raised in a fundamentalist Christian household. I was also taught abstinence, or I was also taught abstinence and quote, saving myself for marriage unquote. Uh, I was never really taught anything meaningful about sex until I was at least 12 and honestly didn't absorb much. I remember getting laughed at because I asked some somebody at scout camps what a condom was and was ridiculed pretty heavily about it. Oh, man, being 12 again. 12 is 12 rough. is rough. No matter who you are, what yeah. you're doing, 12 sucks. 11, <laughs> 10 and 11 rule. They're the best years to be alive. It's 12 freaking blows. Yeah. Anyway, uh, fast forward to today. I have a six-year-old daughter and eight-year-old son. Uh, they are introducing sex, sex education as, as early as kindergarten now. And they have brought it uh, in a special, brought in a special educator for age-appropriate presentations to these students. The sexual health educator had a 90-minute Zoom conference the night before to go over curriculum with the parents. Uh, so we were well informed what was going to be taught to our children. She also answered any questions we had about certain things that would be addressed. Both my kids had questions when they came home from school, and we were able to have an open and honest discussion and uh, answer every question that they had without demonizing it or making it sound dirty or bad. Anything that was too hard to comprehend for their age went over their heads and they'll absorb it when they get a little older. Uh, They certainly are sorry. uh, They're certainly getting a way better sexual health education than I did at all growing up. Thanks for being such a positive uh, role model to this community. I really value you guys bring to the table. You should all strive to have as healthy marriage as you two. Oh, that's nice. Well, thanks Jamie. Um, That's good to hear. I think all the difference is 
when they came home, they you guys sat down and talked with them. Yeah, it's 100% the right thing to do. Absolutely. I don't know why people are so afraid of schools being involved in this kind of education because at the end of the day, it's it will help a parent yeah, it further opens the door get the job done. To know what the kids have questions about. Yeah. Because trust me, if you the kids haven't heard anything except from their friends and they ask their parents, it's kind of a shock to the parents. Like, what do you, where did you hear that? Do we talk <laughs> about the one where where some one of the cousins said the word sex and they all giggled and, and an adult yelled at them? Yeah. And I went, Oh no, 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 no. No, no, that's no, not no, what no, you do. Because yeah. now they're all gonna wonder what the crap you're So in we went for. home with our kids and said We talked to him that day. You heard that, right? Yeah. And they're like, yeah, what is, you know, they were young yeah. still. Yeah, they young. were still young. Um, yeah, so Jamie, it's that's a good insight. Uh, and I'm glad, I'm, it sounds like the school system has it going on right that's where great. you're at. I know, I wish that was universal in every district. It Everybody was doing just be. as good. I think he's in Canada, so maybe they, I don't know, do stuff different. But uh, here's one from, hold on. Uh, here we go. This is from Thomas in Missouri. Have we talked to Thomas in Missouri before? I feel like we have. We've had other Tom's Missouri people. from Missouri. <laughs> Why does that sound familiar? Thomas in Missouri. Tom is from Missouri. No, he's from, uh, no, he's from um, Illinois. Oh, okay. Greenville, Give Illinois. Tom. Okay. Anyway, in, uh, hi, Kim and Scott. I've been enjoying the show and I had a couple of things to share with you guys. During the last episode, Kim said she used Chick-fil-A sauce in a recipe that reminded me of something <laughs> similar that I did. I've been going to a Hawaiian place called Hawaiian Bros. Nice. Like <laughs> uh, for a few months now, and every time I go, they toss a couple of packets of their teriyaki sauce in the bag with my food. So since I had several of these packets, I emptied them into a Ziploc bag with a little minced garlic and some chicken thighs and let them marinate for oh, 10 hours. Oh, that sounds so great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> then I baked the thighs and they came out great. I'm kind of a thigh man, chicken wise. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like thighs in general, but you know, you know what I mean? <laughs> Speaking of sex education, um, it was nice to <laughs> <laughs> to use those packets instead of letting them sit in a drawer and get old and then throw them out. And I also had a recommendation for you to watch Superman and Lois. You heard of oh, this? Oh, I don't think we watched that. Some CW business. Okay. Which we don't see a lot of. Uh, anyways, I don't know what Scott is thinking. It's one of those CW shows where everyone looks good and it's like a cheap soap opera, but this is actually a really good show. Lois and Clark are married. He knows with- you well. You made that face. And you're like, <laughs> it's on CW. It's one of those. I you're did like, make that face. Yeah. I can't right. help it. Uh, but I have an open mind. Lois and Clark uh, are married with two fraternal twin boys and it deals with the problems Superman has as a superhero and the issues that come with having a family. Um, there's a lot of this in the comics as well, so I can appreciate Okay. This. It deals a lot with different issues, uh, world issues, including an episode that deals with miscarriage, episodes eight of season one in particular, but in a very sensitive way. Just wanted to include a warning that in case anyone would be, would be triggered by that. Just wanted to say the Skim Show is an awesome addition to the Frog Pants Network, and I hope you guys keep making episodes for a long time, even if they're three weeks apart. <laughs> P.S. I bought some shoes from a drug dealer. I don't know what he laced them with, but I was tripping all day. <laughs> a good joke that's a good dad joke quality dad actually quality joke (laughs) thomas from missouri that's a good use of those packets we will check out superman and lois and now i know where to find some new packets of trying something else yeah uh and i had i'd heard similar things about superman and lois that it was good i heard good things about it that's still going i think it's like seen any of it yeah this is good the cw shows are real hit and miss remember we watched um arrow we liked arrow until it got soap opery and then we gave up on arrow yeah. They all do it, except sounds You'll like laugh, this one doesn't. I've been, I've been just watching, binging, actually, Midsummer Murders, because I've 
<laughs> Tell people Sadly, what that is. It's a British it's a thing. Very British. Nineties British thing. It's it was really on. Fun. It was on during like X Files years, right? Yeah. So it's old. Er. I think it starts in ninety six, but there's twenty two seasons. <laughs> My lord. I know. Is that old? That detective guy in all of them. I don't know. I'm that only be, on like season five. That would I don't be know. really impressive <laughs> if he made it the whole run. That would be awesome. I don't anyway, know. we'll find out. It is kind of fun. It's so a bunch that's of, what we've been watching lately. It's one of those ones where you're like, man, this little tiny shire in the middle of England sure has a lot of crime. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of stuff going on here. It also makes you, it, you don't have to really watch it too closely. Yeah. So I can sit and chill with it. I know that seems really dumb right now. I'm in a mood that way. Yeah, it's okay. Get in your mood. Sometimes moods. I have to get into, you know, a different show, but right now that's what I'm watching. I'm watching C and man. It's like my I can't love. I believe you started watching that without my me. my love of the Dark Tower, Game of Thrones, Mad Max Fury Road, Waterworld, all these kinds of things <laughs> all had a baby. All mixed together. They all had a baby, and it's all a right. really good quality I baby. I like it. Yeah. And like we said, you just have to care <laughs> about your babies. All right. Let's move to the foodie of the week. Kim's uh, Kim made some magic soup base that I thought would be cool to talk about. I don't think you have much of a recipe so, here, do you? No, but we watched. We've been watching. We watched Seinfeld at night. That's kind of what we fall asleep to. Yep. It was the soup Nazi episode. <laughs> so I made crab bisque because that's when Jerry's yep. eating it going, oh, man. Yeah. Oh, I can't even believe how good this is. So I'm like, okay, we're going to make some crab. But you Sounds made the good. bisque and the crab just works in it, but you could use it for almost anything. You could make shrimp bisque. You could do uh, other. Yeah, you could do whatever you want. I could it's, dip it's Twinkies a, in that business. It's a base. It's so good. It's a chowder. Shout it's a out. bisque. Yeah, it's a bisque. What is and a bisque? Then a bisque? What does that mean? It's a a white soup. It's a, <laughs> is that really what it means? It really is. In my language, we call bisque white <laughs> soup. I mean, it can, um, it can, doesn't have to be white necessarily, but it's just a really basic onions, garlic, um, saute those up, put it in some butter and some oil, and then add your flour and... I use oat milk in ours. Yeah. Oat milk is so much better in her white base soups like that and your your cauliflower soup that mm-hmm. uses oat milk. Oh my gosh. Like everyone thinks uh, oat milk with my latte. Like they think it's like this uppity hipstery uh, no, coffee we drink. No, use oat milk in that. But oat milk for like meal things, soups, bases for soups, things like that. Amazing. Even to eat your cereal. Yeah. You could probably do a good white sauce like pasta or something with it. Mm-hmm, I have. Have you? Yeah. I can always tell the difference because- I use that to make my- gravy for the biscuits that's what i put the chick-fil-a sauce in yeah oh it's yeah kind yeah, of yeah. like a hollandaise sauce. <laughs> yeah it's so good but yeah so we good. only use oat milk and so I, we've really now on the crab end the crab end here was a crab dinner we had one night where we saved the parts of the crab the that are like the parts, body parts yeah, the not body. the legs not the <laughs> we ate all the legs yeah. with the little body parts that are harder to get all the crab meat out of yeah we threw it in, we put them in a bag put them in the freezer Frozen. Frozen for a couple of weeks so we could make this. And you take those out. You try to not get the little shards in it. Yeah. That are part of the body of the crab. And then you use that it in your soup. It takes a little soup. more time to just Dude. scrape out all the really good crab meat. But that would then, be good today given the stupid weather we're having. Uh, I know. Yeah. yeah. It's supposed to be freaking spring, dude. What the hell? Anyway, there you go. That's this week's food ideas. I yeah. hope you enjoy it. In the meanest of times... I don't know what that means. In the meantime. In the meantime. In the meantime, uh, if you like the show and you like what we're doing, uh, maybe throw a buck at us a month over at patreon.com slash frogpants because uh, this is sort of lumped in there, you know, a bunch of stuff that happens over there like art and other cool things. 
uh, it's a good place to show your support for skim and other projects like it. So patreon.com slash frog pants for that. If you're looking for all information about the site, how to contact us, all those sorts of things, frogpants.com slash skim and skim show at gmail.com is that email address. Please keep those emails coming. We love them. And, uh, we really like hearing, uh, from we really like hearing from you and guys. We're excited to see those that are coming to Vegas. Oh yeah. TMS Vegas is coming up, which is, you know, obviously more of a TMS thing, but Kim will be there and I'll be there and, and uh, if you're a fan of Skim, we'd love to hear it. And uh, we're looking forward to seeing a bunch of you there. Yeah. It's going to be a nice, chiller than usual uh, thing. Because, you know, we're still in sort of a pandemic world and not everybody wants to. I and get it. Neither do we. <laughs> you know, we're. We're, we're going to be really careful. I'm just glad so we're going to sneak this in before any new variant crash <laughs> or upticks or any of that BS hey, hey. that you know is coming. You know it's coming. Knock on wood, buddy. Don't What's that just, new one? There's some new name. Uh, I don't even no. want to think about it. This will be me in another year. <laughs> the shriveled up the orange. The shriveled up orange. <laughs> all right. That's going to do it for us. Kim, anything else you want to say? That's all, folks. I think that's all I've got as well. Uh, have a great week, everybody. Stay safe. Be nice. And we'll see you next behave time. Behave yourself. Yeah, behave yourselves. <laughs> Ready for breakfast. Here's the table. Father, father, Bill and Mabel. 